Welcome to this week's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. I'm Kerry Fink. Boy, are we going to have a great time today. Glenn, how are you? Oh, I am fantastic. Healthy, alive, and filled with God's wonder. It just, it's just, it's exciting to see what God, uh, what the Holy Spirit is doing all over the world. There's such a hunger for God's word. It's It's exciting. You know, as we were always do before we uh, begin the podcast, we kind of take a look at reaction and see, um, you know, last the last message that we did, which is called, which is, who are you? We asked that question, and Glenn, if you remember, we talked about that early, early on in the Kingdom Living podcast series, because it is one of the chapters in your book, Fraud, What God Had to Say about the tactics of the enemy. So we had actually covered that topic as it pertains within the book Fraud in Kingdom Living episode number 33. And it was so funny when you brought this up and said, we're going to take this to another level in the last uh, uh, podcast. And we said, okay, we're going to title it, Who Are You? But then we're going to actually give the answer uh, as part of the title, which is You Are God's Wonder. And so I thought it was amazing when we were talking about, first of all, just the reaction to that and how powerful that I am uh, that you just mentioned is that you really go into depth in that last podcast. So viewer, if you haven't had a chance to see that, I want to refer you back to Who Are You? You Are God's Wonder. That's Kingdom Living Podcast uh, 119. It's been viewed... Um, the better part of uh, uh, the better part of a million times it's reached around the world and getting really good um, traction with folks who are who are enjoying uh, getting that biblical message. And Glenn, uh, this week we're going to take it a whole nother level. And I love the fact that you're going to start this with a disclaimer. You know, you have a business. Your business is uh, GA Repel and Company, and here in the United States, you work with uh, uh, Christian. Uh, businesses and individuals uh, who are really into stewardship and things like that, you often use the um, kind of the promotional saying, reach your purpose. And we say, well, that's really kind of the same we're trying to do in everything connected to kingdom living in the REPL minute is reach your purpose. And I think, uh, you know, it's kind of funny that we're going to take a page from a business, uh, a business uh, kind of a concept of giving a disclaimer first. But here we go. You're going to get this. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, because we've always been speaking this disclaimer here, saying, hey, this is not about Carrie and Glenn, but this is about the Holy Spirit. So I thought that's the place we want to start with the disclaimer here, because uh, if you're hearing Glenn or Carrie speak, it's really we want you to hear the truth of the Holy Spirit speak in your spirit. And so here's Galatians 1, uh, verses 11 and 12. And again, if you watch commercials on TV, they have all these, these disclaimers. We in the investment business, we have all these disclaimers. So here's the disclaimer that Paul wrote in the word of God. For I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which was proclaimed and made known by me is not man's gospel. It's a, hu a human invention according to a pattern after my human standard. No, 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 no. For indeed, I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it. But it came to me. Look at this. It came to me through a direct revelation given by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. There's our disclaimer. This is not Glenn. This is not Carrie. This is the Holy. If you hear the Holy Spirit speak in your heart, know that is the truth. 
And so, because we're going to be going through scriptures here and just talking about so many things. And that's been a, a part that that really is so important because this is not an opinion show uh, that, that Carrie talks about. So what we, we talked about last week, who are you? Now we're going to talk about where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And again, that was the first question uh, in the Bible uh, that God asked. And he asked Adam, where are you? Where are you? So what we want to do, as we traditionally do, is we want to put the fraud fire extinguisher, because uh, these are the 40 days of frauds. We want to put the fraud fire extinguisher on, I'm hiding. And again, in the garden there, uh, uh, but the Lord God called to the man, where are you? And he answered, I heard you in the garden. And what was this? I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Let's make sure that we understand. Are we hiding? Am I hiding? Where are you? See, and that's the question because God's asking us. God didn't leave us. Uh, Adam and Eve left God and chose to go their own way. And that's the question that God's asking of us. Where are you? Because we talked about who we are last week. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, are you hiding? Are you hiding? Where are you? And what we find is that the answer is that we're going to find, I am in Christ. This is an I am. I am in Christ. And, and this is such a neat verse here, too. And, and again, this is before uh, the fall. And so, and, and so, and the man and his wife were both naked and they were not ashamed. So, so what happens if we're carrying any shame or guilt, it's hard. We can't enter into his presence. And so, so shame has kept us out. And that's where, that's what had happened with Adam here is, is that they were hiding. Uh, they were hiding. They were afraid. They're filled with fear. They were naked. And so they hid. And so we can stand and boldly go into the presence of God now, now, because we are in Christ. And so this is such a, a key verse too, I know in my life. And when, when this uh, revelation came to, because that's really a lot of these scriptures are repetitive that we've taught in other ones, but, but sometimes we're not ready to hear it yet. And so that's why the Holy Spirit has to prepare and soften our hearts to hear the word. But but when I got this, it was like I was just a jumping jack, just ready to, to just jump out of myself here. And, and this is John 14, 20. And on that day, when that time comes, now when the, that time has already come, but when it comes to us in Revelation, <laughs> on that day when that time's come, you, Carrie, I, those watch, listening, will know for themselves, for yourselves, that, that, and this is Jesus speaking, I am in the Father, and you, us, we are in me, and I am in you. Oh, wow. I mean, we've, we've got to get this. So we are in Christ. We are in Christ. So there's no more hiding. We don't have to hide. We can stand naked and unashamed and enter into his presence. And that's just so important that we understand that that's the relationship. There is no shame. There's no guilt. He knows us better than we know ourselves. We don't, there is no fear. We can be transparent. He knows us. He knows us. He loves us. And that's a constant message that, that, that we have. And so this, this just helps identify this some more also in Colossians 2, verses 14. 
uh, is that when we grasp this, uh, is he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us uh, of that shame and that guilt that we, we, we can carry. And he erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul. See, because that's a stain that's in our soul. That's a fall, that's a part of the fallen belief system that, that we have. He deleted it all, and that cannot be retrieved. That hard drive has been thrown away. It's gone. And everything we once were in Adam, which is what happened, uh, that, that we're hiding, we're afraid, we're naked and ashamed, everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto the cross and nailed there permanently, and there is a public display of, uh, of cancellation. Well, that is such good, that's the good news. The erasal, the deletion is gone. It's been canceled. And for us to know that that just sets us free and we can receive God's divine love uh, that's just living in us. And as we do with, with, with all the podcasts, I think it's important that we just kind of review uh, uh, for those that may be new to this, but, it, but it's important that we just grasp the concept uh, of these three greatest historical events uh, that, and, and again, this is a part of God knew us even before creation, but the first greatest historical event was creation. And, and again, it's the word God spoke creation into existence. So the word existed even before creation, but he spoke it, uh, let there be light. And he created man in his image and likeness, yet we don't believe that. We, we want to go hide. We don't want to enter it because he sees us as naked and unashamed and covered that over with his blood. And so, but we 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 hide, we hide from that. We I can't enter into his presence because I'm I'm not good enough. And so creation, but then with that, uh, so that's that is a big deal. God spoke it. And he is the word, and Jesus is the real, the real word that came to live and abide inside of us and live in us. We'll be, be talking about that. But then the second greatest historical event, and that's where uh brings us to present, even because because was the fall, because when Adam uh, decided uh to eat, to eat and and went his own way, uh, and and he's the one that left God. God did not leave mankind. God did not leave mankind. Uh, so during the uh, from Adam and during the old covenant, God showed up in in His people, in in the people, and 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 His presence was there. He was there guiding and directing them. So He was there. But but people, we always leave Him because we're not good enough. There's the shame and the guilt, and so it happens. The fall happened. The fall happened, and that's where death and sickness. And we get some great teachings. On, on on death and 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 that's when all that came in. But thanks be to God, He loved us so much. He knew us uh, before the foundation of the earth, and and He made us in our image and likeness. Uh, that He sent Jesus, God in flesh, with the Word, living in Jesus. Uh, he sent Jesus. Heaven came to earth. The kingdom of God came to earth through Jesus, and 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 He. Took, he 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 took his own life. No one killed Jesus. He gave up his life because you can't kill Jesus. He gave up his life. He gave up his life so that we can have life, not have death, because we died with him. We're gonna see that. And so he came to bring life more abundant. He came to bring heaven, to open up heaven, to bring kingdom of God, to live inside of mankind that we lost through Adam. And so he had to ascend into heaven 
uh, and so that the Holy Spirit could come back in us. So this green line here is man's intended, uh, that was God's intended purpose always for mankind to be outside of time because God is outside of time. And when we, when we fell, we started operating on the red line. And we, when we start thinking uh, from a fallen mindset, we enter into that kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. We are naked and unashamed. We stand before God unashamed because of what Jesus Christ did. And so now we become the I am tree, the tree of love. And this is who we really are versus that red line tree. I am not. I can't be like God. I'm not good enough. I haven't worked hard enough. And so when we recognize who we are in Christ, it is just so important. Again, Carrie, that's one of the things that we just, we, we, we talk, it's our identity, our identity. And the book is, is really, as we've seen, is so much about our identity of who we are in Christ. That's a major theme that we continue with. And so this, this is becoming a standard way of looking at things here too, is that, is that these, these four pictures here are just, I think, just so important to us because it's four phases uh, that we need to understand about being in Christ. And the scriptures just back all this up when we're talking about this, is, is that I died in Christ, I am resurrected in Christ, I ascended in Christ, and I'm sitting in Christ. Now, for, for most of us, we kind of We've heard the first two, I died in Christ, and, and we, we have Easter services where I'm resurrected, and we celebrate resurrection, but we have to understand that we ascended with him, and I'm sitting in Christ now. And this is that scripture that, that we started with, on that day, when that time comes, you will know for yourselves that I am in the Father, you're in me, and I am in you. So it's important that we 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 understand the in Christ part, and so uh, and this is just say I am in Christ, and then this scripture when this scripture came to me years ago, it's just like oh my gosh, uh, Christ in me is the hope of glory, and this is the mystery that has been revealed that that the God is one. And so look look at the scripture in in the Passion translations, Colossians one verses twenty six to twenty seven. There is a divine, there's a divine mystery that's, that, that needs to be revealed. That's, that happened already, but it's, it's being revealed to us now. A secret surprise, I like the way that's written, that has been concealed from the world for generations. But now, it's a now. Now, it happened already, but it's a now for those that want to, to, uh, to, to open their hearts up to hear and believe. But, it, but now is being revealed, unfolded, and manifested for every holy believer to do what? To experience, to experience this. Living, look at this, living within. Carrie, Glenn, you, all of us is the Christ. Now, this is so neat, too, because who floods you? See, that's that living water that just refreshes us, uh, who floods you with the expectation of glory. Oh, and again, it's understanding, but, but recognize that he's living in us. The living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of his glory, just floods us over with his love. This mystery of Christ embedded where? Within us 
becomes a heavenly treasure chest, a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people. And God, look at this, God wants everyone to know it. I don't think this is real difficult to hear. <laughs> that, that's not a difficult message. I mean, it's pretty clear, this mystery. And, and, and it's this isn't the future. This is now. And so that's on that green line outside of time. Because when we start operating with this mindset of the kingdom of God living inside of us now, inside of this, this temple that we're carrying, uh, with the Godhead living inside of us, Christ in us, we're in him, he's in the Father, and, and he's in us. And so when we start understanding that, boy, this this become, this comes alive and floods us uh, with his glory. So this has been a, a scripture that has been a major staple uh, to us. I want to read this with us, uh, with us, but but at the same time, uh, what, what I want to do is we're going to end up uh, personalize this in a second because I've taken the personalization of the scripture because one of the things I really want us to do too is is as you're reading the word of God, it's becoming real to you. You begin personalizing it because that that's and seeing ourselves in the scripture. And so this is Colossians 3 verses 1 through 4 in the Passion Translations. Uh, Christ's resurrection, Carrie, is our resurrection, is your, now I'm going to read it the way it's written in the past, is your resurrection. Then, then I'm going to personalize it too. Is your resurrection. This is why we are to yearn. This is why we are to yearn for all that is from above, where that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. So yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly reality, not with the distractions of the natural realm. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life and now your, your true life is hidden with God in Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed, for you are now one with him in his glory. So let's now look at personalizing this. And I've added, Carrie, I've added a little more to this. And again, particularly with these, these four pictures here, these four phases of understanding. I died in Christ, I'm resurrected in Christ, I'm ascended in Christ, and I'm sitting in Christ. So we're in Christ. So I've taken this scripture and just kind of personalized this a little more with Christ's resurrection is my resurrection and ascension. Is my resurrection and ascension too. This is why I yearn. See, and again, by personalizing this, I take it to me and us. And, and, and so my, my Christ's resurrection is my resurrection and ascension too. This is why I yearn for all that is above, for that's where I in Christ sit. In that need, I in Christ sit, because I'm sitting with Christ. We're going to show the scriptures more that even identify that who is enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And he's passed on that authority to us to manifest this earth, to rule and reign from heaven to earth uh, by location now. Yes, yes, yes. So, Carrie, I feast, you feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm, the news of the day. This is the, the heavenly reality that's filling us, that is so much greater in truth and reality than 
even the natural realm, because we're we're here to to bring transformation and redemption to the natural realm. My my our crucifix, Carrie, yours, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and now my my true life is hidden away in God. Here we go, hidden away in God in Christ. And, and this verse is the one that I think really ties it all together. And it's Christ, because really a part of our identity is kind of like, who are we? Who we are? And where are you? And so, and as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. So we have to understand who Christ really is. And, and so as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who I really am will also be revealed. That's really powerful. So as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who I really am will also be revealed. So again, that's the Holy Spirit revealing that to us. And here, here's the statement now. This is who we are. For I am, for we are, we are one. We, I am now, now, this is a now on that green line. Uh, for I am now one with him in his glory. I didn't have to die to go to heaven to get his glory. We entered into his glory, his presence now. He loved us. And so to get what happened, and again, he's been speaking this from the old prophetic messages uh, through, through the prophets, and, 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 and so many people missed it uh, when, when he came to earth. Uh, they missed it. They didn't believe. And and so now here we are 2000 years ago from the event. And many people are waiting for a future event when it's already happened, where that glory has come to live inside of us now. So let's let's let. And so we're going to see here now. So these these four uh, these four ideas. I died in Christ. I'm resurrected in, in Christ. I ascended in Christ and I'm sitting in Christ. In Ephesians 2, verses 4 and 6, and again, this is the, in the Passion Translation, and th this is so neat. So, But God still loved us, still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy, even when we were dead and doomed in our own many sins, you know, in that fallen state, that fallen mindset, that red line. He united us, he united us into the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace, not by anything we've done. He Now, here we go. He raised us up with Christ. We ascended with Christ, the exalted one, and we, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority in the heavenly realm. For we now, here we are, we are now co-seated as one with Christ. That says it right there. That says it right there. And then this is the, in the uh, mirror translation. And, and, and again, it's so neat to look at other translations, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal and ask questions you're going through. What's this really mean as you read the, the word? And, and this is just verse, verse six. We are co-included in his resurrection. We are also co-elevated in his ascension to be equally pre present in the throne room of the heavenly realm where we are co-seated with him in his executive authority. We are fully represented in Christ Jesus. Wow, I, I, that's pretty clear. There's not, a, that's pretty clear. This, these are now scriptures uh, that we, we have to understand on the green line of eternity and forever outside of time.
And this is Hebrews 10. Boy, and I know when I got this scripture, it just really radically changed me too. Because, because, so because what happens, we can be walking around uh, with that, uh, you know, with with the idea that I'm hiding. So, so the question still is, where are you? I, I, I'm hiding. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm ashamed. But, but here we enter into His holiness. We enter into His presence because of Christ Jesus did. So this is Romans 10 verses 19 through 22 again in the Passion Translations. And now, and now we are brothers. We are brothers and sisters in God's family because of what? Because of the blood of Jesus. And he welcomes us to come right into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm boldly and, and with no hesitation. With no, We can enter in boldly. We, we are naked and unashamed. We are unashamed. We enter in as we are because of what Jesus said. For he has dedicated a new life-giving way for us to approach God. For just as the veil was torn uh, in two, Jesus' body was torn open to give us free and fresh access to him. And since we now have a magnificent king and priest to welcome us into God's home, and that home is living inside of us, we come closer to God and approach him with an open heart, not a heart with shame and guilt and condemnation, because that's all been forgiven. We come, we approach him with an open heart, fully convinced by faith, and that's the faith of Jesus. That's the faith that we have through Jesus, that nothing will keep us at a distance from him. We were distanced from him because we chose to move away from him, but he's bringing us to, he has brought us to, for our hearts have been sprinkled by the blood when we, uh, with the blood to remove all the impurity and we have been freed from an accusing conscience. And now we are clean, unstained and presentable to God inside and out. Ah, oh. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. There's no sin. He covered it all with his blood. We can enter into his presence now. Death, death has been eradicated also, which we will see here. So, and this is Ephesians 2, verses 7 and 10. Throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible, we'll be the visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness. And I remember in one of the verses we, we shared one thing is we are his advertisement. <laughs> we are that billboard of his love here on earth. So uh, the visible display of his infinite riches of his grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Jesus Christ. For by grace you have been saved by faith. Nothing you did could ever earn this salvation. For it is it was the love gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one will ever be able to boast for salvation is never a reward for good works of human striving. We have become his poetry, recreated people. We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny. So this is the destiny he's always had for us. His destiny he has given each one of us. For we are joined, we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny, and the good works, the good news we would do to fulfill, that we bring that voice, we bring the word of, of, of the heavenly living inside of mankind now. 
And, and then what we read in Colossians 2 also, verses 11 through through 13. And this is, this is though, and again, this is in Christ. We're in Christ. Uh, through our union with him, we have experienced the circuit, that change of our heart. And our heart is mind, will, and emotions. Uh, we're experiencing, we're getting rid of that old, that old fallen nature. And now we have the redeemed nature and we have the mind of Christ that's living in, that we're thinking and the spirit is, has changed our thinking and the word of God that we've been washed clean. So through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of the heart. All of the guilt and power of sin has been cut out and is now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. For we've been buried with him into his death, our baptism into his... So we already died. We died with him. We've been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death also means we were, we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power. The power that raised him from death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state for we were held in sin's grasp. And I love the word buts. I always like to see buts or so that's. So here's a but. So now, 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 so this green line, now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return never to return for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins we are naked and unashamed like it was before the fall we we approach him he knows us well and so where are we we're in christ we are in christ there is no fear and that fear just holds us back that shame and guilt holds us back from the from 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 being and walking in the presence now and we speak death more than we speak life. Uh, uh, we, we, and and so, so death has held us back, those words that we're speaking over ourselves. He redeemed us. Uh, now, now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return. For we are forever alive and forgiven. And again, we've accepted the realm of spiritual life, but we're talking about physical life too, because, because we have many teachings on this, because he says, Eat my body. This is my bread, and and drink my blood. This is this is my living. This is the and you eat and drink this. You'll never die. And he just fed five thousand of the bread. So this is physical too. So we understand. We we were Adam was never supposed to die spiritually or physically. And when we have the resurrected power sitting with him in the heavens, it's open to us now. Uh, death. Is 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 at our footstool. He overcame that for all mankind. So, so, so we see, and again, this is one of those scriptures that has just really impacted my life too. Is is in Second Chronic, Second Corinthians five seventeen. Is therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that old, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. So, and that's just so clear. Is when we're in Christ. The new creation life, that redeemed life, the heaven is open now, life has, has come to us. And that old way of thinking, that kingdom of darkness has, has gone away. And, and again, this, this is some scripture too, that, that as we, we look out in, 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 and again, I've gone through this before, but it's just so neat to, to kind of repeat this and just see what, what this, this is in Hebrews 12, uh, verse 22 in the Passion Translation. Uh, and, and again, this, this, uh, 
we are. This is, I am the new Jerusalem now. And understanding that this isn't a future tense, it's a present tense. By contrast, we've already come near to God in, in, in a totally different realm. This is, by contrast, we have already come near to God in a totally different realm, the Zion realm. Or what does that mean? For we have entered into the city where of the living God. This, these are now scriptures, which is the new Jerusalem. We've taken some of these scriptures to look at out into the, into the future. Uh, the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. We have joined the festival gathering of myriads of angels, thousands and thousands of angels, in their joyous celebration. This is a now scripture. And what we see in the footnotes here in the Passion Translation, the Greek verb is the perfect tense indicating that the fullness of our salvation and our entrance, look at this, into God's heavenly realm has already taken place. So it's a matter of us receiving that on the green line because we're outside of time, is receiving that. Now here's also talking about uh, uh, the same scripture with some more footnotes here. But, and again, by contrast, we have already come near to God in the total different realm, the Zion realm. For we have entered into the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. We have joined the festival uh, gathering of myriads of angels, celebrating in this joy celebration. So now the Mount Zion here, the Mount Zion, which is not a literal mountain, but a obvious metaphor for the realm of God's manifest presence. Mount Zion was, was a, a Jebusite stronghold conquered by David, who made it the capital for his kingdom. This is the inside walls of the present-day Jerusalem. Zion is used in both the Old and the New Testaments as more than a location. Is more than location. Zion is referred to as the place of God's dwelling. God's people are called Zion's maidens or people of Zion. Zion is the heavenly realm where God is manifested. And let's look at another footnote here with the scripture also. By contrast, we have already come near to God in a totally different realm, the Zion realm, and we have entered into the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem which will look, the new Jerusalem in heaven. We've joined the festival gathering of the myriads of angels in their joyous celebration. And then here's the footnote. This is the fulfillment of Abraham's uh, vision and what uh, the Israel's ancestors had seen from afar. The new Jerusalem is not only a place, but a people who dwell with God in their midst. It is a city that is a bride or a bridal city coming out of heaven to earth. We are not going to Jerusalem. We are going to be the new Jerusalem when we grasp this, it's revealed to us. The breastplate worn on the high priest over his heart with his precious stones was a miniature scale model of the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem is the amplification of that breastplate a metaphor of the transfer, the, look at this, the transferred sons with their names engraved upon the precious stones. The Aramaic can be translated, look at this, you have already received communion on Mount Zion. This is now, these are now on the green line, something that happened before the creation of the earth where they knew us 
and, and, and we've been redeemed 2,000 years ago. So it's important that we grasp uh, the idea of the way that we think. If we're thinking in a fallen mindset of I am not, uh, if we think that, we're going to receive that I am not of the fear and the death and the condemnation, the shame, the guilt, and, and, and eat and continue to eat on a daily basis from that tree of the good knowledge of good and evil. Or we can feed on the tree of I am of who we are. We're filled with God's love. So as we think, as we believe, and we understand God's love and we, his demonstrated love uh, that we are in Christ, I am in Christ. Uh, it really just just brings life to every part of our, our soul and our body because we're now the spirit is speaking through our, our thinking, our belief, and its impact on our soul and our body. And one of the things that, that has been continuous here too is this understanding the three realms of 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 because uh, God created the heavens, plural, and earth. And we have the realm where God is living and the kingdom of heaven is, and we have the unseen created, and we have the seen created. And so one of the scriptures that, that has come alive to me recently is, is we, we have a choice. We have a choice on a daily basis to speaking life or speaking death and, and, and eating from that tree of the knowledge of the good and evil or eating from the tree of life, which is abundant life. And so what happens is, is that this is a scripture that, that, and again, this is where the book fraud comes in too, because these, these are, for, we're dealing with a belief system that is, that we go, oh, wow, that's, I used to believe that, but here's the truth. And so this is one of those scriptures that I, I had to totally change my mindset on here, is, is that do not judge and criticize and condemn others, so that you may not be judged and criticized and condemned yourselves. Uh, for just as you judge and criticize and condemn others, you will be judged and criticized and condemned in accordance with the measure you use to deal, deal out to others that be dealt out again to you. Well, the, the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. I want to be judged and I've already been judged in the heavenly and he judged me innocent. Judgment has already happened. And as that revelation started coming, I said, we are innocent. Uh, we, we, we are naked and unashamed now we can enter into so he has given us the innocence the judgment has happened the verdict is not guilty so that's the judgment that i want to receive that is judged back to me and now i can look at that same judgment with everybody else and see them as as in christ also and what that frees me up to be judged the way Jesus has judged all of us. And there's such freedom in, in knowing that. So the, the question has been, is who, uh, where are you? Where are you? We are in Christ. We are in Christ. And so it's the revelation of God's love, God's occupied love, the revelation of the judgment that we're not guilty, the revelation that, that we are sons and daughters now, and the revelation of the freedom that we have in Christ is that we, I died in Christ, I'm resurrected with Christ, I'm ascended with Christ, I'm sinned with Christ, I am in Christ, and I am healthy, alive, filled, and overflowing, and overflowing with, with God's wonder, with his wonder now. And so this scripture, uh, I think, is just a great way also to tie, th tie things up here, too, is, is, is that in, in, in Romans 8, verse 37, even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all 
For God has made us to be more than conquerors and his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So as we understand that he's given us the victory over that red line he, and, and that, 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 that fallen mindset uh, of, of the kingdom of darkness, he has given us glorious victory over everything and his demonstrated love is our glorious victory uh, over everything, over everything. And so what we see, and again, is I am in Christ. I am healthy, alive, filled and overflowing with God's wonder. I am complete. I am complete and I am in Christ. Amen and amen. Glenn, you know, as we were talking about at the beginning of this message, you know, it's so interesting, the pattern that we're going from who are you to where are you is so powerful because as you get that revelation, we've heard that time and time again from when you've been speaking uh, and, and presenting on the book Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. One of the maybe the uh, somewhat surprising response you're getting back is that people are telling you this is really helping me get who my identity in, in Christ is. And so when you go through these teachings, they really are kind of all geared back to, uh, they're all geared back to helping you kind of reframe or reset your vision of yourself as to how God how God has seen you from the foundation of the earth. And that's why, you know, we talk about the I am's in the back of the book. That's why we always end the program with the uh, believers de de declaration of legal rights. So people can really um, kind of rehearse for themselves who God says we are and where God says we are positionally. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And it's so neat just looking at this also, because in that so neat we have on the screen there, I am in the father. You're in me, and I am in you. And as we reveal that, and again, so many things we just read in the scripture just tie to this declaration of legal, our legal rights, so we know our identity. So, so let's just speak this. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, and the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I'm restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the, the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal right, I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me the resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. That's so good, Glenn. And that's one of the reasons why we offer uh, this actually as a PDF that you can uh, take, print, download, and uh, maybe put this near someplace where you'll see it and come in contact with regularly. Because, you know, it's important, I think, Glenn, that we um, consider to get the concept of, of our identity in Christ, uh, because that is really the key to kind of the kingdom living way of thinking about it. And I want to remind you, viewer, if you're new to these episodes, um, this is literally episode 120 in the Kingdom Living series. All of these uh, resources are available to you at the repleminute.com. It's a great kind of like a hub 
uh, we're calling it now, these days, more and more, we're building a community of kingdom living uh, believers. Um, but it's a great hub for this because you can access all the kingdom living podcasts. You can also go back and access Glenn's daily Monday through Friday, uh, the REPL Minute, which is a great way to start your day. Uh, thousands or tens of thousands of people actually look at this. Uh, some get it directly into their email box. Some people find it on the Facebook page. Some people find it on the YouTube page but or, or the website, therepleminute.com. But however you access it, it's a great way to remind yourself of kingdom living truths uh, as you move forward in your day-to-day -day living. And then, of course, it's kind of foundationally, we've talked about this, everything is a Bible study, but where it begins is uh, with this uh, book, Fraud, Glenn, that you uh, put together a number of years ago to help people really understand who they are in the kingdom living sphere. And you can get information on the book. You can look up the series. There's all kinds of information. A great hub is the uh, repleminute.com. And also, please, if this message is impacting you, like and share it with uh, folks and, and let it have an impact for them as well. And so kind of with that, Glenn, uh, that kind of brings us to the point where we always uh, take a moment and pray for everybody within the sound of our, our voices uh, that they really can appreciate and appropriate what God has already set in motion for them through kingdom living. Amen. Amen. And Father, we just we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you. We thank you because we know your word does not return void. It penetrates hearts and minds. And Father, we just thank you for opening up those hearts and minds that were listening and watching today, that that their lives will be changed, there'll be healing, there'll be restoration, that they come to know you, that enter into your presence in a bold way, and they'd experience your love at a new way, and just open the eyes of their hearts that they can see. Father, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing all over the earth, that people are experiencing you and boldly entering into your presence. We thank you, we thank you, we praise you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And thank you, Glenn, for another amazing teaching. Where are you in the Kingdom Living series? And thank you, Vero, for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you on the next edition of the Kingdom Living podcast. Until then, God bless you.